Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Yeah. You know, it ain't always good to get high before you have important things to do. Yo, lucky for us, the cops had our backs. Hello, boys. So, where's the money? Right here in my bag. Um, Samson, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Do you know where we can score some cocaine? You want some candy? Uh, no thanks. But it'd be great if we can get some cocaine. <laughs> cocaine and get the hell out of here okay C- can i buy some of your heroin too okay <laughs> all right it's been a pleasure doing business with you thank you very much for the heroin and the cocaine here's your money okay. abracadabra <laughs> yeah man <laughs> abra Good <laughs> You're all in Mary Jane. I'll ever need. Abracadabra, yo. Oh, abracadabra, man. Abracadabra. Boy, why do you keep saying that? What? Abracadabra? Yes. Abracadabra. The latest slang, man. All the kids are saying it, right? Hey, Abracadabra, my nigga. Slim, take off your shirt. Samson, Samson, I hardly know you. Ladies, Abracadabra. Abracadabra, man. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Abra. You're dead. 
Hey, good afternoon. Um, this is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive of Nobody of the Mesh News Project. You can find us at meshnews.org. That's M-E-S-H-N-E-W-S dot org. You can check out our 24-hour independent decentralized news network, the only one in the world, at tv.meshnews.org. And you can find hard copies of the resources that pertain to the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that Z-E-R-O. So that's COINTELPRO, the literal number two on your keyboard, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. Today we're going to be talking about adding an egg. Now, in previous podcasts, I definitely spoke to you, we have this whole thing called Crypto University. And basically it explains to you the layer and and rules for communication in most of media and politics and um, other groups that wish to communicate using a layer of secrecy, etc. And that there are many members in COINTELPRO 2.0 that end up getting abused And then through Pavlovian-style abuse, um, these rules are essentially programmed into them. This all sounds very weird, but this is what happens. When you isolate a person and you dehumanize them to a a, a group of people, just like how we're seeing with, like, the Palestinians, um, with the Israelis, and how they dehumanize, the, the Israeli media dehumanizes the Palestinians, and, ha- and, and that's why so many Israelis just don't care what happens to them. It's because when you isolate someone, right, and then you dehumanize them, people just look the other way. They'll just let horrible things happen because they were told that you were bad and that the guy, people who are harming you were the good guys. And uh, they just, they dehumanize you. They spread all sorts of rumors, etc. And so what happens is it allows for massive amounts of abuse to happen to you and the government just goes unchecked. And that's how they're able to do this Pavlovian abuse to essentially like through trauma, right? The same way uh, Pavlov's dog eventually over time began to associate the bell ringing with food. And then if you're if you're familiar with the, Pavl- uh, the Pavlov's dog story is the man... programmed this dog's brain to associate a ringing bell with getting meat. And how it did that is over time, every time he would ring this bell, he would get the dog meat. And it only took him like half the day. And eventually the dog started to learn that the bell meant meat. And so he could make the dog salivate just by hearing a bell. And eventually he didn't even give the dog treats, but he made the dog associate. But, But now if you pair that up with radiation exposure, which is a huge trauma to your body because people aren't dogs... And so that kind of simple reasoning doesn't apply. What they do is they use severe trauma through uh, radiation exposure, usually. And they program in these sorts of rules. And there's about 300 or so, believe it or not. And I've given you all of them through Crypto University. Now, many people who are in the media or get media training or people in politics, etc., use this so they can essentially say two things. And they can use media, etc., to communicate things to large groups of people. Um, the same way you would say cutting the cheese, and everyone knows cutting the cheese also means farting, right? So you're saying one thing, but you're also saying another thing if you know both things. And they're two different, totally different ideas. Um, essentially, you can communicate two things, but only if you understand the key or the, um, you know, the association. So that's essentially what happens. And... Um, this is actually stolen. This means of communication is actually stolen from um, Masonic fraternities. And organized crime uses this sort of key. It's a well-known thing uh, within, like I said, the civilian crypto community. And these aren't secrets. You can literally get a book on Amazon that teaches you a lot of these things. I was unfamiliar to it because civilian uh, uh, cryptography is not like a, it's not like a thing a lot of people pay attention to or do or... And, and, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so anyways, but there's quite a few millions of people who know about this. I mean, there's over 2 million 
I think actually three million, um, red like, uh, uh, what's it called? People who belong to Masonic fraternities, and basically, those were like. I mean, spies have existed for years and cryptic communication has existed for, uh, nearly a millennia, literally a millennia because, you know, wars happened and they needed spies to go on the, all the other lines. I need people to communicate things. I mean, even the Christian fish, believe it or not, um, was a form of cryptic communication. So the, you know what I'm saying? So I have this whole thing called crypt, uh, crypto university that I go through all this in the podcast. Now, I want to make this podcast about, because there's lots of people who get into the crypto community who essentially, um, let me put it this way, they get taught this crypto shit and they get taught it like it's you only, you know, it's the, uh, the ultimate truth. Only ultimate truths are communicated through the crypto, uh, speak. And so if you, you know what I'm saying, if, so if someone is trying to communicate a message to you using this cryptic, uh, uh, using crypto, which is literally like the slang for it, people just say crypto, um, essentially it's just like racism. If you grow up or if you learn something and you're told while you're learning it, this is the way to look at this. So if you get a child and you say black people are bad. And the reason why, you know what I'm saying, you get into fights with them or whatever is because black people are bad. You should fear black people, etc. Like racism is a learned thing, right? The same thing goes with how you learn things in crypto. And like I said, there's about 3 million people in uh, that we can at least confirm, right? But many people in the media, um, many people in politics, uh, large corporate industry, because, um, I mean, this has just become, uh, it's, it's just a reality, and uh, just like racism is learned, so as you're learning to become a human, you are being told how to frame things. And so that's how you will frame the information. So, you know, it's, it's the way people will have the same information. They'll go through the same experiences, but they'll frame it in different ways. Um, the same thing goes with the crypto community. Most people, when they learn the crypto community stuff, as they're learning it, it's only used, it's only communicate, it's only taught to people as they're learning it to communicate real truthful things. And so eventually as a person is learning the crypto stuff, the people who are at least essentially teaching them, it's almost like indoctrination. Like I'm, I'm going to teach you this crypto thing and you're going to learn it, but I'm only, as I'm teaching you, I'm only going to teach it to you to tell you the truth. And so what happens is once a person becomes comfortable in this and they stop essentially kind of learning more about the crypto thing and they start becoming comfortable with it, like I said, there's only about 300 or so rules and or um, sayings, etc. I mean, it's it's fairly rudimentary. It's not highly advanced. I mean, think about the Chinese. The Chinese have to memorize like 10,000 characters and associations. So it's essentially just like a layer of doublespeak over on top, on top of normal speak. And it's happening all over, all over the time, all over the place, everywhere in the media and politics, etc. Now what happens is it essentially becomes like a cult because the people who learn this get taught this as this, if you're, if you're saying things using this crypto speak, it's because you're telling the truth. You're telling a forbidden truth or what have you. And a lots of pageantry gets mixed in with people as they learn it. And essentially it's like teaching because racism is a learned behavior. It's like teaching someone this is how you think about this. So they never go outside of the box of thought. The same way Israelis are propagandized to by other media saying don't care about Palestinians. So they don't have compassion. So they don't think outside of like, they don't think outside of a box of, hey, wait, wait. Isn't like Hamas the bad people? Is you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm pretty sure the Palestinians they, they have dirt clods to throw. It's fucking Hamas. The same way. That's why people don't care. Is because they're indoctrinated. Now, why are we talking about this? Why? Because I had to set that up and I had to essentially lay a groundwork so you understand the information I'm about to give you now. Because 
I'm going to show you how even people in the crypto community don't realize their brains are being hacked. Um, now, people in the crypto community uh, essentially... How can I put this? How can I put this? People in the crypto community eventually as they become comfortable with the crypto language and what have you and be able to speak to people, etc., it, believe it or not, the crypto speak is full of people talking shit. Like, if you don't know, you should know. It's horrible. And, like I said, there's lots of people who get involved, part of, like, Masonic fraternities. And believe it or not, everyone likes to pull this under, uh, what's that shit called? The occult and whatever. Believe it or not, these are just, it's just a language. It's like stealing a language. Do you understand? It's like how we all speak English like in the United States, but in Southern California, you know, we talk a little different, bro. Uh, you know, in, in the South, they fucking speak well with the twang. You know what I'm saying? In different parts, they all speak different. It sounds different, but it's the same language. That's how you have to look at crypto, essentially. Because people in organized crime bury, uh, borrow lots of things from Masonic fraternities, which invented this way of speaking, believe it or not. And people from the intelligence community mix crypto speak in with their own modifiers within the U.S. government so they can be around town, etc. Talking about things that they can't talk about using normal language. Um, and so they borrow things, but they tweak it. It's like adding an extra layer of encryption because uh, the U.S. government, you know, obviously knows about the civilian cr- crypto community. So you're not going to know what they're, they're saying unless you understand the situation. Context is how you... You, you essentially encrypt information. If they don't have context for what it is that you're saying, you're just like, well, I, I don't know. They're saying something, but I don't know. I don't, I don't have context. So, but as people learn this, they start to associate, well, I'm receiving information through the crypto language, right? So it must be true. And for, there's two layers of, there's two layers of hacking your brain to essentially fool people. And since this gets communicated over the media, this gets communicated through politics, etc. Um, essentially, people think like, oh, you know, oh, that's another thing. Is people who speak, the, who are into the civilian crypto community and can watch TV, can watch news, can watch politics and hear these people say these things, etc. They think, believe it or not, lots of people, here's another thing is, they're made to feel like they're on the inside of something. They're on the inside of a secret. They know how things really work or whatever. And other people are just naive and yada, yada, yada. It's essentially brainwashing. I can tell you as somebody who was forced to learn this and essentially how they had me learn this was um, so I could essentially be like a fucking decoder ring to... Um, to a group of people who were doing this or spearheading this in San Diego. And that was just like what they wanted to make use of me for was essentially to make me like a decodering while these, you know, um, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a, like a private, um, a private security contracting corp, or if it was just means of the military, because both people, both groups maintain Intel assets, like essentially that's what you'd be called. You'd be called an Intel asset. Very little, uh, lots of people um, in like intelligence cells, very few are actually agents. They like to use assets because an asset can be thrown away. The same way the feds don't like to risk themselves, they always they always have an inside person so their identities don't get revealed, etc. And it took me a long time to break from these people. Essentially they would, if I didn't do my job, they would essentially blast me with this radiation shit. Um, and it took me to enduring lots of abuse until these guys finally realized, like, I'm not going to be doing this for you and you guys can all fuck off. I endured lots of abuse. And that's kind of a little side story, but just give you a little 411 on it. Anyways, regarding this, as people are taught this crypto shit, um, like I said, local Masonic uh, is like the base level, but... Organized crime speaks using this crypto shit. Lots of people in, uh, like, in law enforcement, federal law enforcement, um, the military's intelligence communities, 
speak using this because believe it or not, it's a foundation. It's it's like the ABCs, one, two, threes of this kind of subculture. It's basically just the you call it the civilian crypto community. Lots of people who don't understand it, but have picked up on some some of the the, the congruent symbolism, etc. They think, yo, the fucking occult is everywhere, etc. It's like, no, 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 no. People have just stolen a language from a group of people who've who've nurtured it over over time. And they're adding their own spice to it. And it's very old and it's not very secret. It's just not a lot of people are into that kind of old world shit. But people who, like I said, do criminal activity, they have to learn how to speak in a way that... um, allows them to maintain plausible deniability. So if people are listening to them on the phone, etc., it's not actual language. Uh, it's not actual saying actual English language. Do you know what I'm saying? Of the crime. So a good uh, interpretation of that is you remember from Half-Baked when uh, they were trying to get him, get, um, what's it called? Samson. Remember Samson? The guy from Half-Baked when they were trying to get him to say the, you know, say cocaine or whatever. And he was like the finest white China. And they're like, no, 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 you gotta say it. You gotta say it. Remember that? But he was saying things cryptically. He's like, remember that? Remember that's a great fucking scene from half baked. And, uh, but yeah, essentially what that's what it's a whole language and organized crime. That means the cartels. That means mafiosos, uh, syndicates, etc. But also, um, vice cops and federal law enforcement, but they add like their own twist to it. Do you know what I'm saying? Think of it like programming languages that are ba- that are built off of like C plus or if you're a programmer, it's like they're, you know what I'm saying? They're taking the base level of this thing and they're tweaking it to their own, you know, uh, discipline. Anyways, while this is being teached to whoever, and it's not top secret shit. While this is being teached, how it's in how it's communicated to people as they're getting taught this is essentially like this is the ultimate truths. This is only if you're communicated this way, um, it's only because this is the forbidden information. This is what's really true, uh, etc. And that association is built for lots of people. And like I said. I want to say 80% of the people who matter, maybe 90% of the people who matter in media, all know how to speak like this, all know how to communicate like this. Same thing with politics, etc. Um, but as it's being taught to these people, it's taught to them in a way where it's like, hey, if you're getting communicated this information, if it's done in the crypto way, it means this is the forbidden truth. This is the actual truth because you're in on this giant secret. And unfortunately, because that it is taught that way, just like with racism, that's how you will see it. So it makes people incredibly vulnerable to swallowing bullshit. Do you understand? Because as they learned this language, because lots like a lot of people were told hands off of me because of just crazy amount of smears. One of the smears was like I committed hate crimes towards trans people, that I want to touch children that, um, I was, uh, fucking, this is payback for stealing money from somebody who was like up in that industry. This is payback for some music guy who I don't even know. And I never pursued a music career or anything. So none of that's true or whatever. But because the people in those rumor mills are taught, if I'm communicating this to you in the crypto way, how I've how they've come up in it is well if I'm receiving this message cryptically it must be because this is the actual truth it's the truth that can't be said and it makes and it plays to the person's ego because one right they are essentially indoctrinated that well if I'm saying this in the crypto way this must be the actual truth or else I wouldn't be saying it in the crypto way two it plays to the ego that you're part of the the bigger secret. So I want, so the person who is receiving, or I guess you would call it translating, transcoding the message, um, they're, they, they, they feel like, oh, well, this must be the inside truth. And so that plays on the ego. Hey, I'm on in on a giant secret. I'm, I'm smarter than everyone else. Now, the third thing I want to talk about, which is important, which is what this podcast is about, 
is the add and egg phenomenon. Steve, what is the add and egg phenomenon? Well, um, I have a background in advertising and marketing. I've been in digital marketing for about 15 years now. I uh, got my educational pedigree. I uh, got my degree in advertising. There's this... They, now, you have... Being in advertising and marketing, you have to understand things about behavioral psychology because, believe it or not, the brain is hardwired for association. And believe it or not, even in our patent last year's documentary, 2030 Vision Corporate Coup, we go over something called um, a capitalist uh, surveillance capitalism, where they use behavioral science to essentially, it's so well-tuned, they can guarantee presidential election outcomes using um, surveillance capitalism. And I go over it in my documentary. Uh, I present all the receipts in there. I recommend you go watch 2030 Vision Corporate Coup. You can check it out on our website, uh, meshnews.org. But they can guarantee it, meaning humans are such predictable little robots that corporations have so finely tuned manipulating your subconscious behavioral impulses and traits and, and, and knee jerks that they can guarantee they can guarantee a election outcome guarantee it now so the i guess the saying of you can buy an election is true if you pay the right people who have all the data who know how to do that which make which is why a lot of people don't understand they thought big data was to not only just to sell you garbage on Facebook oh it's talking about cat food by my Instagram by my phone while I was on Instagram now I see cat oh bro it goes so much deeper I recommend you watch my documentary 2030 vision corporate coup anyways getting back to it getting back to the crypto stuff there is quite a few million people in the country alone just by default, if they're part of the Masonic community, already know how to speak like this. Then there's lots of people who are in media. 90% of media, people in media, speak like this constantly. Um, it's layered communication. It's double speak, essentially. Um, and I'm going to leave a link to a great... Let me make a note of that because when I start talking, I forget about things. Double speak video. Okay. Anyways, but essentially, what happens is when people get involved in the crypto community, lots of the people who get involved in, this in the media, a lot of them often are gatekeepers, right? They are the ones who essentially determine whether they put you on air, bring you on their podcast, bring you on their show, let you in, the company, etc. And like I said, like 90%, I would say more, um, are essentially taught this. Um, it's almost kind of like paying your fucking dues because lots of sketchy things happen in the entertainment industry, etc. Because they're curating the, the national and sometimes global narrative. So essentially teaching someone crypto as they're like, yeah, we can bring this guy in. Teaching someone crypto as they come in essentially allows them also to be indoctrinated so they feel like they're in a big club so they do they just by default protect i guess you would call it the organization or the the click of media of politics etc being on the inside because the process of learning crypto actually also is indoctrination just like a cult and as like i said before lots of people who come up learning the crypto stuff and the media politics big business, um, et cetera. Even people, you know, in the Masonic community, which essentially invented this and everyone just stealing it. Um, like I said before, and don't think it's, it's not the occult everywhere. Someone just stole someone else's language. Do you know what I'm saying? They speak English in Australia. They speak English in the UK. They speak English in the, in New Zealand. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but they're not Americans. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so think of it like that. People just taking something that they didn't start and they're using that to also communicate. It's not that the occult is everywhere. And um, this is an extremely short-sighted way of, of looking at this. Oh, looking at it. Anyways, 
it's almost like an indoctrination process. And how it's, and what happens is, is as you get, as you learn more and more, I guess you call it leveling up as you learn more and more ways and how it's spoken, etc. it becomes a discovery process, which hijacks your brain into, um, what is essentially called a eureka moment, which your brain then releases dopamine, um, as you decode things. Um, so just the same way that you get a little dopamine burst whenever you hear a notification on your phone or you see like a number, you know, of, of, you know, messages or DMs or whatever, especially if you're not an, influ- uh, not an influencer, get a little dopamine boost. The same thing happens with the crypto thing because it feels like you're, you're, um, you're solving a problem and you get rewarded for like, oh, I get what you're trying to say. Because some of it, believe it or not, it takes a, a, a hard minute to understand. Not, not all of it. But some of it. Now, the add an egg phenomenon. Why is that important and why are we talking about it? Well, I just kind of spoke on it, the kind of the phenomenon of it, the, the eureka moment and the release of dopamine. But also, there's something to understand. It's called the add an egg phenomenon. Something you learn in advertising and uh, marketing um, as you're kind of... Uh, introduction into why psychology is so important in uh, products and services and advertising and marketing them to people. Now I'm going to read this. This is from uh, this website called 90% of Everything. It's a uh, um, advertising and design publication. But I'm going to leave a link to this story also in the in the description. Just add an egg. Usability, user experience, and dramaturgy. Dramatur- Dramaturgy. Dramaturgy. Now, he says, I've always liked the story about Betty Crocker and how General Mills took such care in designing the experience of making a cake. They've been espousing speed and ease in the kitchen since 1931 with products like Bisquick. But this story originates from a cake mix they launched in 1952, almost two decades later. At this time, the... um, now, this is from a quote by Susan Marks, uh, uh, who wrote this book called Finding Betty Crocker, about the story of Betty Crocker. He's quoting this in the, in the article. At this, at this time, the company was still refining their approach to marketing. While they sought to promote a quick and easy product that still retrained a, retained a fresh homemade quality, the market was slow to mature and accept it. The company called upon market research of Dr. Burleg. Gardner and Dr. Ernette Dichter, both business psychologists. The problem, according to the psychologist, was eggs. Dichter, in particular, um, believed powdered eggs, often used in cake mixes, should be left out. So women could add a few fresh eggs to the batter, giving them a sense of creative contribution. As a result, General Mills, who owns Betty Crocker, altered their product and they abandoned the powdered egg in their mixes. The requirement to add eggs at home was marketed as a benefit. Marketed, meaning it wasn't true, but that's what they said was true, as conferring the quality of homemade authenticity on the box of the cake mix. Whether using fresh eggs instead of powdered eggs actually enhanced the taste was besides the point, or true or not true. And he says, and now the article goes back to writing in the first person. He says, I like this story because it nicely sums up the progression in thinking from just designing ease and speed to designing an entire user experience. New school experience design. Old school usability espouses the idea that user activities are onerous tasks that they want to get out of the way as soon as possible. While this is true in some cases, usability is now widely understood as to be more of a hygiene factor, something that can cause dissatisfaction if it's missing. But its presence cannot take you beyond last lack of dissatisfaction. He says, but now you're probably thinking, yeah, I get it already. Usability is one of the components of good design. So let's move to my second point. The Betty Crocker example, the psychologist realized the customer wanted to play the role of a successful homemaker and cook. We could go even so far to argue that their customers may have felt societal pressures to perform this role as well. The egg, therefore, becomes becomes more than an ingredient and more than just an extra pleasurable step. It becomes a prop enabling the customer to play a social role. 
Goffman's theory of dramaturgy, 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 what a weird word, explains this to some extent. It's worth reading about if you don't have much background in social or behavioral psychology. Now, I'm not saying that knowing a bit of, of sociology is going to make you into a great designer. However, it does give you a nice underpinning perspective when carrying out field research. Regardless, this is a test case of showing that when people play a role in an activity, it gives them ownership. It makes them feel better about themselves on top of that. It's like um, when you make food at home and it looks like absolute garbage when you eat, but when you eat it, you're just like, oh man, that is the shit. It's like, no, it's it's good because you made it, um, et cetera, which is why some products like, uh, you know what I'm saying, some products have, you, you know, like those felt posters with all the areas that um, are left white and then they give you markers and then you color in the spots, but the rest is black felt. So when you're done, it looks awesome. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I made that. And you hang it up, you know, like black light poster. And it's like, no, you didn't. Someone, you know, it's uh, like a paint by numbers, but you still feel like you did something. The crypto community hijacks this same phenomenon because what you have to do now with your training, essentially in crypto and your indoctrination of thinking if I'm getting, if someone is communicating to this to me, especially if it's an authority figure, remember from our podcast episode, Basic Bitch Psychological Warfare, or I give you the caveats of six, um, uh, what's it called, psychological methods of persuasion. So if you have no evidence to back up your claim, you can hack someone's brain into believing something is true just by making sure you hit six different psychological programming points. So one of those points is authority. So in the crypto community, when it, so when an authority figure or somebody in media or celebrity or politics is communicating something to the crypto community, which is happening almost always, um, what happens is it automatically, the first step hacks their brain. Okay, this is coming from an authority figure. And we already know from science that automatically hacks your brain, which is why a dirty cop can come in and be like, uh, ma'am, sir. I'm just coming in here to let you know about blah, blah, blah. And you automatically think that guy's being truthful because he's an authority figure, right? It's called the halo effect. Um, it's also the same re- way, same reason why, you know, people are, uh, people can have been able to impersonate cops and get people to do things because they automatically think this guy must be telling the truth or be real because he looks like an authority figure. So what happens is in the crypto community, a lot of brainwashing happens. Not only when they come up learning it, are they brainwashed? This is only used to communicate truth, right? So you automatically think, oh, well, someone is using crypto to speak. That means the information is true. First checkbox. Second checkbox. This is coming from an authority figure, you know, um, media person, maybe a prominent member in our community, maybe a police officer, maybe even politician, right? And they say this, they, they speak this way on TV all the time, every day, always. It's not real. We're going to get into why it's not actually important. <laughs> but so you're checking one box, right? This must be truthful because when I was taught this, and this is only for the forbidden truths. Two, it's coming from an authority figure. That's one more uh, checking of the box. Next is the ego, right? The next one, right? So you're flipping off all these sub subconscious triggers to get someone to automatically believe what you're saying. So here we got three, now we're three in. We got the ego, right? You are part of, on the inside of this great secret. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you. You're so much smarter than everybody else. So it's a, now it's hijacking you. That's the third step. The fourth, which brings it over the edge, is the add an egg factor. What do you mean add an egg, Steve? Well, I mean is because when, this, when crypto is communicated, some of it's straightforward, but some of it's... Like, like I said, cryptic, and you have to kind of decipher what people say and think of it like uh, defrosting something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, and you know how water is used to, like I've said before, water is used to communicate like a leak. Same thing with WikiLeaks or what have you. Water is used as a metaphor quite a bit. If we're going to use water as a metaphor, think of this like ice. Like, you get the water. You can't drink the water in the ice. It has to melt. So you have to sit there and think about it, and you have to decipher what people say sometimes. Because what you're doing is you are now taking what you've learned about crypto and 
trying to trying to decipher what someone said. And especially if it comes from an authority figure, even presidents use this crypto speak because they know there's quite a few million people in and 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 quite a few and quite a few people who are gatekeepers who get taught this specifically as an indoctrination so they protect the system. You ever ever people ever heard about the status quo uh, and protecting the establishment? That's why it's an indoctrination process. And so presidents communicate this as well. Uh, actors, prominent business owners, etc., people who get put on TV a lot, many podcasters, etc. And it, and what happens is the fourth, right? The fourth is the fourth caveat is the add an egg. So now I have to sit there and think about what you said, like it's a like it's a math problem. Like, oh, well, Shelly's got 14 watermelons and Billy's got 28, but they're on a train going 420 miles an hour. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. So you have to put it together in your head sometimes. And this is usually for a for unusual amounts of bullshit, too. But because you are participating in it, just like with Betty Crocker, they found out that people stopped buying Betty Crocker because they, they weren't excited about it because they feel like they weren't contributing to it. So they ha- so they changed the recipe, and even though it came with powdered eggs, and all you had to do, believe it or not, Bisquick, all you had to do usually when it first came out was just add water because they put powdered eggs in the mix. But they found out their sales dropped, and they found out oh people want to people want to feel like they're cooking something, right? Otherwise, it just it feels like they're eating fucking soylent green. So they add they changed literally changed the recipe. To make people add an egg, and they lied about why they said it was for more fluffy, blah 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 blah. Um, but it wasn't. It was so psychologically they feel like they participated, like they were part of something. And once they did, they felt like they owned it. In their heart, they owned it. Now they have. Now it's like their baby. Do you know what I'm saying? The same thing happens with the crypto community, right? The first thing is, is it's I'm someone talk is only speaking to me using this language because it's the forbidden true or because it's true. The second is if it's coming from an authority figure or somebody prominent in the community or in an industry or what have you. The third is your ego, right? I'm on the inside of something. The fourth is the add an egg. You have to sit there and think about what they're trying to say. And so you become a contributor. You have ownership. And now all of a sudden you didn't realize someone took four steps to brainwash you and to believe what they're communicating to you via crypto without you even realizing you took four steps into indoctrinating yourself to already believe this shit that you're about to be told off the bat. You're already four levels deep into something you think that you're just listening to. You don't even realize because these are subconscious routines Run, behavioral routines run inside your brain. So that allows many people in the crypto community to, which are lots of people also in the media, when they hear this stuff, they're already flipping four switches. Boom. This is truthful because it's crypto. Boom. This comes from an authority figure. What we learned from the six, uh, what's it called? Um, methods of persuasion from the, uh, what I call the basic bitch psychological warfare podcast where I have all the receipts to back up all the science behind all this. Three is an authority, right? Authority, um, not authority figure, but oh, I'm in on a secret. I'm in on a big secret. I have the, I'm on, I have insight to the inner workings. And then fourth is add an egg. I had to decipher this. So now I own it. So now it's like I'm part of it or I'm the one, you know what I'm saying? I, I, uh, I contributed to this. So people don't even realize that they are essentially brainwashing themselves just by listening to this because of how crypto is taught, um, nurtured, and communicated. So what that does is many people in the crypto community uh, or in the media, etc., because like I said, many people speak like this, etc., um, essentially will brainwash themselves into thinking things are true or things will be communicated to them, etc., which is another layer of control. Now, if you really want to compare this to the matrix, I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's a layer of control. You think that 
you're in on a big secret. You think you're 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 being communicated the ultimate truths. It's coming from an authority, and you're on the inside of something, and you contributed to it because you deciphered it. You added an egg. So essentially, just by listening, receiving, processing, thinking you're on the inside of something, and adding an egg or deciphering something, you have essentially brainwashed yourself into being into believing something is true, especially in the crypto community, purely just by participating. And this is all based off of hard behavioral science. So that's something I believe people in the crypto community need to watch out for because they don't know how it works. And believe it or not, this has been used because like I said, there's lots of people in the communities, etc., that speak this, right? The Masonic communities, etc., um, where then this stuff is communicated about people or what have you to essentially dehumanize them the same way the Israelis uh, are communicated through their media to dehumanize Palestinians and just to accept abuse and not question uh, the facts. Um, essentially, that's also how they get entire communities of people because this crypto stuff does exist in many communities. Um to blindly believe things that are said, communicated, etc. And because the people who do participate in this in communities often do think they're part of a secret thing. And I'm being communicated the ultimate truth. And this is coming from an authority figure. And I deciphered it and blah, blah, blah. So now I have ownership of it. That's how they own it. It's, all, it's, very, it's borrowing cult tactics to information. And so essentially what happens is because it's, since it's structured in that manner, you can spread the most incredulous lies and prominent members of media, et cetera, will run with them because how they were nurtured and taught crypto, how they are, how they are receiving the message and that they're participating in something and they think they're part of, a, of, be, of an inside click. Their tribalism part of their brain gets triggered. And so massive amounts of misinformation and disinformation, I don't want to say malinformation, but misinformation or disinformation, like shit that's not true or information that was um, cherry picked, do you know what I'm saying? Wasn't giving you the whole story, is communicated through media, through civilian crypto communities, etc., through political circles, essentially to brainwash people into believing something blindly is true. And because of the process, especially of adding an egg or adding your, at, deciphering it, makes you own it and makes you blindly believe it. It must be true because I deciphered it because I'm in on a giant secret because it was, the, it was used, it was communicated through the language of ultimate truth. And believe it or not, it's a layer of control that the establishment uses, right? They've, they grew, essentially just like you know, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell groomed girls so she could use them. Essentially, the actual learning experience of crypto and how it's used and, and the different processes of communicating, etc., essentially um, brainwashes people. It ignites their tribalistic parts of the brain because the only reason why they usually get taught this stuff is because you know they they're being told they're being let in on something etc so the tribalism kicks in and they don't want to be ostracized from the group that taught them this great thing that lots of that whenever they decipher something they get little bursts of dopamine etc it's lots of behavioral psychology involved it essentially allow it's like another layer of control that the government used to protect themselves from information that might be about hires up in the government, hires up in the establishment, wealthy people, etc. And it's like, a, yeah, it's, a, it's an extra layer of indoctrinated um, protection. And so when people come to the press or what have you, like, hey, I got this information about this person or what have you, da, 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 what they'll do is then, you know what I'm saying, they'll get everyone going in the crypto community which already plays to people's ego because they feel like they're on the inside of something. Um, it feel it's coming from an authority source. It's being communicated in the ultimate. It's being communicated in the um, in the truth language. It's firing off. 
dopamine, and and it's associated with dopamine, just like the Pavlovian bell, right? So when you 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 get a little dopamine burst, when you literally um, decipher some of these things, people said, and you're contributing, you're adding an egg. So I guess you would call it five things are happening. Five. Five things that are happening just by participating in the information itself. What that does is it gets lots of people to fall in line and believe things without a shred of truth or evidence, etc. And since lots of these people who are taught these things are often gatekeepers, prominent members in the community, even law enforcement, and people blindly believe law enforcement, um, you can communicate lots of lies and smears about people, etc. And because the language itself has tribalism baked into it, the tribe will protect itself just by socio uh, behavior, uh, be behavioral economics. It's quite the phenomenon. But crypto is just another layer of control. And I would even say people who part- who are in the crypto community are easier to lie to because they're already flipping off five switches. Pardon me. They're already flipping off five switches that already are are making them already believe something subconsciously. So people in the crypto community, people in the media, people in politics, and the civilian crypto community itself are easier to lie to and will gladly spread the lies because they feel like they're protecting the tribe, believe it or not, even though it's quite a few million people in the United States. But that's a drop in the bucket in, in, a, you know, in a country of 330 million people. But uh, people in the crypto community are actually easier to lie to and believe more bullshit than just some regular asshole. And they think they know more than you. It's like, believe my two truth, you know, two truths and a lie. I'll tell you two truths, and you'll believe my third lie. And you think you're smarter than everyone. And you think you're on the inside of something. And I'm fucking signaling dopamine in your brain. And it's coming from an authority source. And it's the ultimate truth. So, the add an egg phenomenon is so very important because what it does is it pushes over the threshold of accepting lies, smears, misinformation, disinformation in those communities. But those communities, most of the people who speak crypto often are gatekeepers and they are actually lifted up to be gatekeepers because of that programming. So, now you understand how your brain is being hacked. If you are in the crypto community, because we're up to nearly 70,000 listeners. Um, if you are somebody in the crypto community, I know I definitely have some media people, etc. Who have, you know, saying that they appreciate the podcast. I appreciate that feedback. Um, etc. How do you, you... What are the keys to not being susceptible? Because even people in the crypto community, I think, would like to be awake do the bullshit and you can't you can't solve a problem if you don't know it's there. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't see something if you don't know it's there. Um so how do you circumvent this? Well, it's time for you to change how you perceive crypto. If you automatically understand that the same things that are going off in your brain is little tiny dopamine hits like when you get like a message or what have you, right? The same phenomenon. If you understand that the authoritative um, method of persuasion is being used on you, if you understand ego is being subconsciously triggered, if you understand the add and egg phenomenon is being subconsciously triggered, um, it's time for you to change how you perceive crypto and to understand it as just another way of just talking bullshit. Um, also, there understand that the intelligence community has a major foothold on crypto. The same way we use double speak in language, thinking we're being quiet, and you guys are saying things under the radar. 
Um, AI is trained to see that stuff on the internet also through audio, through visuals, etc. It knows those things. So the same way that AI uh, polices the internet for hate speech, etc., they already know. I mean, there can't be millions of people who know how to say things cryptically that the government's not going to control. That shit is already under, on, you know what I'm saying, being monitored. That's another thing you need to understand. The government, which, the, our intelligence community, which has developed, I guess you would call it modern crypto, um, or at least the civilian aspect of it, they're not, the, it's just like with the education system, they're not going to teach you how to rise up and overcome do you know what I'm saying? If anything, they indoctrinated you more, which makes you more susceptible for bullshit. So it's time for you to change how you see crypto. See crypto as a way to talk to your close group of insiders. Take the basis for your crypto and change it slightly. Make your own decodering, essentially. But use the same rules and caveats. Um, also, when you're getting told something via crypto uh, you have to tell now you should be highly suspect since you know so many subconscious routines are being triggered in your brain to make you biasly lean towards that information because how crypto is introduced to people how it's taught your ego being triggered and the add an egg phenomenon how you now have ownership of something as you decode it because you feel like you've contributed to the, uh, the information so understand that cult um, cult psychology is cult programming psychology is being used on you. So under now it's time for you to change how you see crypto. It's just, um, it's just a text message service. It's not the ultimate, it's not the, you know what I'm saying? It's not how the ultimate secrets are communicated. Um, it should be held with the same amount of esteem and quality of information as normal speak. As normie like normal normie English, because what happens is if you have a bunch of indoctrinated people whose tribalism gets triggered, their ego gets triggered, dopamine is being sent to their brain. They are feel like they're contributing to the information by the actual decoding process. You've already, you know, what saying you've already picked the lock into someone's brain, so. You already been hacked. You already been hacked, and you don't even, you haven't even opened the email yet. It's time to change how crypto is perceived. Okay, it should be always um, message received. Now check the information instead of blindly being like, "Oh well, blah blah blah," said this, and you know, I I feel like I'm on the inside of something, and I've seen this before, etc. Which is also, I mean, I could do a whole podcast on you can't teach somebody something new if they think they already know it. And that's something, especially people who have had more trips around the sun, have a major problem with. They think because they're experienced that that makes them smart or something like, you know, old people was a phenomenon. And I hate to use the term old people because I hate ageism. But that's a phenomenon used you know, a, a, a blind respect for people who have had more trips around the sun was some, was a big deal when people used to get eaten by saber tooth tigers, because obviously you knew something somebody else didn't, you know what I'm saying? You knew how to like juke those some bitches so you didn't get eaten or what have you. So, but now the world is hyper nerfed, you know what I'm saying? Just having more trips around the sun doesn't mean you're smarter and it's a lot harder, especially people who've had more trips around the sun, more experienced humans, um, with crypto, uh, they feel like they know everything. They feel like they can't be bullshit. They feel, especially people who've had more trips around the sun, more experienced humans will blindly believe things communicated in crypto. And they think they've seen it all. And that, that ecosystem of communication and information, um, can't be abused the same way media uses misinformation and propaganda to make people do terrible things to good people. So, I mean, like I said, that's a whole podcast of itself. But it's impossible to teach somebody something if they think they already know it. Regardless, those in the crypto community um, or people being introduced into it or people who are now starting to see that stuff. 
Always check your information. Receive the message, but understand that these people have already picked the lock in your brain. Five things, five switches have already been have already been turned on before you even decoded the message, bro. So understand that your brain has been hacked before you even open the damn email. It's time to change how we see crypto. Now speaking directly to this community community now, to just another channel of information, just like fax machines and email and text message and, you know, direct messages and Twitter posts and what have you. It's just another channel. Okay. And the intelligence community is not going to give you the tools to rise up and overcome, but they will give you just a minute, just enough doggy treats to make you feel like you're on the inside of something. So you protect them. So the tribalistic parts of your brain protect the establishment as long as you feel like you're on the inside of something. You're on the inside of nothing, okay? In fact, you're easier to propagandize to because of those five caveats already being switched off in your fucking brain. It's time to look at crypto differently. It's just another line of communication. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. I want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now, we are a zero-profit news project, not a 5013C nonprofit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000 plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in so you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags in different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys, um, who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. Uh, there are many brands. I don't recommend, I don't, and you know, recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing, but there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh, Hadoofy, that's H-O-D-U-F-Y. Um, Silent Pocket is another brand name, just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points. So whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one as the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution and your God-given American rights to privacy. It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, Did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it at at ronpaulhomeschool.com. It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video-based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full-time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home-based business, have a grandparent or childcare monitor uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit. And then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo. Which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um, In addition to this, the Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc. Where school where, where school teaches public school just teaches education, not even that well. Church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, 
but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus. You know, this is overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills, like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage. You can learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing and, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to, you know, the, the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time. And you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? But with 3D printing, you can go online to like places like the Gatalog. That's G-A-T, like GATS, Gatalog.com. And they, can te- they teach you everything about 3D printing your own firearms. And they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, it's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the catalog and other online resources. And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, aside from basic like food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, it's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case you need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero-profit production. And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews, M-E-S-H-N-E-W-S dot org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel, it's not red versus blue. Brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.